0: Welcome to the podcast today. We're going to talk about virtual office hours. Virtual office hours are basically the same as live office hours. Office hours come from the university setting, the concept that a professor would make themselves available to a student at a designated time and in a certain location so that when a student needs help, has a question about a grade, or otherwise wants to follow up on class materials, They can meet with that professor and be guaranteed that they can at least find them and have a few minutes of their time. Now the more students have moved online over time, the less in reality students have attended office hours in live settings. You might be aware that a virtual office hour is a requirement of some schools. While some schools offer virtual office hours or ask their professors to do so, Students are often not taking advantage of this opportunity, so you might find that if you offer an office hour, it might be a very lonely space where you're sitting alone looking at an online meeting room and no one ever comes. There are some great ways to get students to engage with you during office hours if you would like them to, and there are also some good platforms that you can try. If you're not a university or college teacher, if you're teaching secondary school or elementary school or primary school, there are still good reasons to have office hours for younger folks. In fact, I would say that for these younger grades, virtual office hours are especially great if your school happens to be online, because the younger students need that connection with humans, and when you're running the class, there's not always that opportunity to just casually engage or ask questions. And in the case of younger children, if you have younger children trying to learn from you online, many times their parents will attend an office hour with them, and they might be the primary people asking the questions. I know that's the experience of many elementary educators that I know in my town. Right now, some of them are teaching online. They have not gone back to school live yet, and that's, kind of an experience that's new to them to have the parent and the student show up together just to ask simple questions like how to access certain digital tools. So one of the great ways to provide office hours is through a platform that allows you to do video conferencing. If you have a learning management system, say you might have Blackboard or Canvas or Brightspace, Desire2Learn, or Moodle or something like that, Most of these learning management systems already have some kind of conferencing software built in or integrated to the system. And if you do have something like that, you can of course use what comes naturally in the system. Or you might choose a different kind of tool. Like you can use Zoom, you can use Skype, you can use a lot of different tools, Google Meets or Hangouts Some of these different platforms offer waiting rooms where you can have the person log in, wait in the waiting room. That way, if you're interested in talking about a private matter with a student virtually, like their grade or how they can improve their own personal assignment, then you can leave other people in the waiting room while you talk privately to one person about their protected information, like the grades, and then you can let others in as you finish that conversation. So there are some tips that I'd like to share that have to do with planning for office hours, how to present yourself well for office hours, and also, as I said, encouraging students to come. Before your meeting, you want to plan ahead to give students information about when the meetings will be held. The best plan is to have a certain time that you do it every single week without fail at that very same time. The more predictable you are about your office hours, the more likely it is that students will come. You also want to choose a time that seems to work for most students. For example, 6 o'clock in the morning is probably not the best time to have office hours unless you're trying to discourage people from coming to them. If you actually want to make yourself accessible to students, picking an afternoon or evening time would be ideal. Now, if you're using a personal meeting room, you can also integrate this with some kind of a calendar or a scheduling app so that if you do have students that want to schedule specific times with you, you can block out when you might be available and they can actually sign up or choose those times and it will integrate the link for your video conferencing room. I know that there is one called Set More where you can put your availability On the calendar, there's a free version, and it offers video conferencing within the program. I forget the name of that program, but it is just a conferencing and sharing type of thing. Um, Zoom, of course, does the same thing, and if you integrate it with a scheduling app of some kind, you can have a Zoom link, you can have a Zoom waiting room, and you can also use password protection to get in and out of a meeting. Now you want to tell students up front, what should they expect during an office hour? Can they come and go? Do they have to stay the whole time if they come? Will they be in a waiting room for a little while? Will they need to be prepared to sit there and wait? Can they share a screen? Will you share your screen with them if they ask you to? Will they be able to ask about their grade or their private problem with an assignment? Or can they only ask general questions about the subject matter? Will you record it so that you can share the link with them and they can watch the office hour again? Or is it just a live one-time meeting? All of these things you want to share with your students ahead of time, and also perhaps remind them during the office hour. Maybe you put a little note on the screen. Whatever it is that you do to protect privacy of your students and privacy of their personal information, keep that in mind during your office hour as well. When it's time for your office hour, log in a few minutes early so that there's no problem with your technology, And be sure that you have a reliable internet connection so that you're not going to lose access to your meeting while it's going on. Once it begins, you can sit there for the 10 or 15 minutes at the beginning of the meeting, and you might let your students know ahead of time that if no one shows up for the office hour, about 15 minutes in, you might turn it off. So plan ahead about how long you're willing to wait while students come and go and when you'll be shutting down the meeting. Now, if you need anything else during the meeting, you might wanna have another screen ready. If you do decide to screen share, be very careful to select only the one program that you're gonna screen share so you don't show every private thing on your computer screen all at once, and then minimize anything you're not using that you don't want people to see during a screen share. While you're in the office hour, think about the background behind you, especially if you're gonna be on video, You want a background that is plain or maybe looks like an office setting. If you use Zoom, which I've mentioned several times on this podcast today, you can actually choose a virtual background. So you can choose a background that looks like the Starship Enterprise, or it can look like Northern Lights. It can look like the Sahara Desert if you want it to, or it could look like a university office. So choose something that is going not to be too distracting but have good lighting on you and also have the background in, in some kind of concise, nice, clean-looking setting. Now, if you have a bunch of emails that are going to ping and your cell phone's going to ring and your, your home phone's going to ring, I would suggest shutting the door to your office and turning the notifications off where you're actually going to be sitting during your office hour. Mute your mic and turn your video off if needed until it's time to start and when you're running the office hour definitely use your video so your students can see you and they know who you are and they start to build trust for you by seeing your face now after the office hour is over you might send a note to everyone in the class recapping the office hour that you met that you would love to see more of them next time you might ask them if it was useful and you can also ask what they would like to use the office hour for in the future There are a lot of different ways I've seen faculty use online office hours. One in particular I know presented a little bonus lesson about English. She was a writing teacher, and she would always bring something to share during the office hour, and she would record it and then send it out afterwards. After doing this a couple of times, students started to attend in mass. They wanted to see her, they wanted to experience that teacher live, and much of our online learning is done asynchronously which means you're not there with the teacher at the same moment it's more like you go in the class there's no live person there you're reading you're posting and you're getting out so having the option of seeing the teacher for this live office hour was a pretty big bonus now if you want to uh, think about ways to get your students to come to these office hours as i mentioned you might record something you did and share it afterwards You might give them a reminder in your weekly announcement and then also send out another note about an hour ahead of time. And then maybe right when the office hour is starting, another message to all in the class saying, it's happening, it's happening right now, and you can get in through this link. You can also highlight different things that go on during the office hour throughout the course. Talk about the office hour. So if you're interested in getting students involved, you want to see them face to face and make connections with them, these are some great ways to go. If you're thinking about video conferencing and you're not really sure you want to go with Zoom, there are other services you might think about. I mentioned Google Hangouts. Google Meets is also another one. Adobe Connect is one that I personally have used a lot. If you have access to Adobe Connect, I highly recommend it for all the different rooms and pods that you can add. You can also try GoToMeeting or Tegrity. Integrity is not one that I have used, but others have mentioned and I'm familiar with. You'll want to make sure that your laptop has a good camera, a good sound system. I personally use a headset mic that looks quite large on my head and has a little boom mic sticking out. I don't care how it looks. It sounds amazing. So it's a great tool and you want to make sure you have good sound so that if you're speaking during your office hour, you can be heard. You also want the option if you're going to use like a whiteboard or a shared space during your office hour, you want it to be naturally integrated into the the space. So for example, if you're using Google Meets, you can use a whiteboard feature, but you have to go into the Google tools to find it and to create a space there and then integrate it in. And you also have to give a link to the participants. If you're using Zoom, you could just bring up a Microsoft Word document and screen share it and type right on it during the the time. So think about whether you need to screen share and what kind of tools you might use. And then lastly, don't give up. When you don't see students right away, don't give up and cancel all your office hours. Continue to show up. I've looked in course logs of hundreds of faculty because I observe them and I manage them at my university. So that's my job, teaching excellence for online faculty. And I'm always looking at those logs to see, did they hold an office hour and who came and when? And sometimes I'll see that a certain instructor has a lot of students coming to their office hour pretty regularly. In other cases, I'll find maybe they have an office hour every single week, but they've only had students come to it three times in the whole last year. I think it has a lot to do with how much you're communicating that out, how much you're going to help them or share with them during the office hour, and the ways in which you follow up. So think about your approach and enjoy the process. Seeing your students face-to-face when you work online all the time and never really see them can at first be kind of scary, but it's a great thing to try and a wonderful way to get even more human contact, even though it's virtual, to bring joy to your life and really enrich your students' experience. This is Dr. Bethany Hansen, your host for the Online Teaching Lounge podcast. As you try out these ideas, visit my blog and share your results. How did they work? What would you add? Any suggestions, comments, or questions? Best wishes this week in the grand online teaching adventure.